I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm here with my good pal, John Brazier. What's up, Tom? Hi, John. How you doing? I'm good. I got in last night. I think I literally got to bed at 12 o'clock because I spent, uh, as you know, a week down at Fantasy. I know. We're going to get all into that. Yep. But everything is uh, great. Uh, Obviously, it is Monday when we're recording this, and then Eagles won a couple days ago. So now our NFC Championship game here at the link. Uh, And it was great because, again, we'll get into this because I watched the – the game uh, against the Giants down there. So down in I'll, Florida. I'll tell you all about it. I know. And you were not here. I was in the house on Saturday night, John. It was great. Place was fired up. I love the fact that uh, Citizens Bank Park was lit up in green, as were a lot of the sky, uh, you know, skyline. And uh, there was a great picture on Facebook that the Phillies posted, you know, of uh, just the whole field and everything lit up green. So it, I love when the city gets involved. Well, we've talked about it earlier, uh, many actually many times, that – I love it because the other teams all support, you know, when a team is doing well, uh, and not doing well, but when a team's doing well, every other team comes out, whether it's the Union, the Flyers, Sixers, us, Eagles. I mean, everyone really does. I mean, the, the players come to those games. I know we had some Phillies yeah. at the game, uh, Alec Bohm being one yeah. of them. Uh, and I'm sure this week the, the Philly suite is going to be packed with some guys that are going to fly in for this, right? Why yeah. wouldn't you? And uh, it's funny because we just went through this and had the whole city yeah. and the other sports team supporting us, and yeah. now we get to you know kind of do the same thing with the Eagles. So it's yeah. great. I don't think I don't think one of our players can be chugging beer at <laughs> halftime on the field with Swoop, <laughs> right? Uh, maybe not, maybe not. But I get the sense that like the players really get into it, especially the new guys, some of our new players. I think they you know they've heard so much about you know, Philadelphia, the sports town, and these fans, and certainly they got a taste of it big time with uh, our postseason run. But now the Eagles, and I think they like supporting the Eagles, even if they're not from here. You right, know, I was just right. with Brandon uh, Marsh, and he was, you know, you can tell he's he was at a Flyers He went to a Flyers game the other night and did chug a beer, as a right. matter of fact, on FanVision. Right. So, yeah, I love how they get all caught up in it, too, you know. I wonder, he looks like a hockey fan. Yeah. Right? Brandon Marsh with a yeah. long beard. He looks like a handsome brother. Right. Well, it's awesome. He has that playoff. All the hockey players wear the playoff beards. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bill Flett. He looks like Bill Flett. Bill Flett? Wow. <laughs> you just, the cowboy. There's there's 95% of our audience. That's I just lost what everybody. You're, what you're talking he about. He was a broad street bully, had a big beard, and uh, a great uh, slap shot. That dude, you know, the uh, he could just blow you away with that slap shot. Exactly. Uh, John, I love oh, this Oh, wait, hold on. Wasn't Bill Flett, too, the one? Was he the one what? who knocked down the bat? In, uh, in but when we played Buffalo oh, and it was the fog game, that's a good call. Was it Bill Flett who did that? For some reason, I'm thinking the it was Bill Flett. I, I could be wrong, but in my <laughs> head, I'm thinking one. Bill Flett. But John, yeah, now you're going back a few years. Right. But uh, was it Bill Flett who uh, I don't know. We'll, took we'll, a whack we'll, at the? Bat? We'll do some research. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, for our next show, we'll come up with that. Uh, I was saying, I love this time of year. Now, traditionally, this has always been uh, when the Phillies, you know, and the players come in and our general manager, our uh, manager and we go out and do caravan you know the famous Phillies caravan started back in the early 70s and uh, it's a great tradition and and it's gone through different iterations because it went from banquets right strictly banquets and then we did back in the 90s and early 2000s we did malls we did the malls we did the malls and we basically became an autograph session we'd go to King of Prussia Mall Morristown Mall Christiana Mall well it started which I it was a little before my time John where they used to get a bunch of players this is you know I was talking to Bull about this last week and it's like they used to travel to all the different surrounding towns but stay overnight so they were literally away for like five nights and uh you know 
Things well, got this out is of back, hand. This is back in the day of Pope. <laughs> yeah, the Pope right? was exactly John. We were, Bull was telling Pope stories like, oh my gosh, on these caravans. It was just, uh, it was great. So you're right. It has changed. Uh, man, our staff, John, as you know, TJ Farrell, uh, Michelle DeVicaris, and that whole group, you know, it's a lot of PR and community visits. The Don't players forget Deborah Naldi. And Deborah Naldi, of yep. course. I mean, yes, we're going to start naming names. I shouldn't I should have named anybody because we don't want to leave anybody out. But, uh, you know, we just had uh, the Fanatic Reading Program at the Greenwoods Charter School in Roxborough. You had uh, Rob Thompson, uh, Dalton Guthrie, and Brandon Marsh. And uh, we're doing a new assembly this year with the Fanatic. And it's uh, the Philly Fanatics Hero. And it's all about Phoebe. So at these assemblies, we need, like, a teacher to play Phoebe, you know, when we do the book. And uh, Brandon Marsh was Phoebe and had to put on this yellow wig and did a great job. Did That's a great, great. job. Yeah, right. I mean, and the kids go crazy. So we've, we're kind of in the middle of this whole – we got to fill it up the Sports Writers Banquet tonight, which is going to be great, John. We're gonna, next podcast, we're going to talk about what's going to be happening tonight at the Philadelphia Sports Writers Banquet. It's going to be great. And the, the, the Sports Writers Banquets of old, especially when the team was terrible – Joe Conklin would get up there, <laughs> yeah. and we'd have players or manager or general manager up on the dais, right? And Conklin would just rip us to <laughs> yeah, shreds with, with a lot of very funny humor. But meanwhile, we're at the table, and we want to laugh, but we can't laugh because, like, <laughs> we, we might get in trouble if we're, you know. That's right. You can't let – Going along with it. Sitting there with David Montgomery next to you who is, yes. you know, had a kind of a smile, but when uh, Joe was ripping, yes. Scott – Brandon just told me one of the jokes that he remembered he told. It was when Tommy Lasorda was there at the banquet. He had a heart attack uh, that year. And, you know, Joe Conklin, you know, uh, nothing's out of bounds. And, and uh, he said, yeah, Tommy, you know, glad you could be here tonight. You know, we know you bleed Dodger blue, but when you started turning Dodger blue, we knew there was a problem. I mean, can you imagine that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, those sports writers banquets are fun. Yeah, so it's just a fun time of year. I can't believe spring training is, you know, uh, only, what, about 20-some days away. Less than a month away. away, Yeah, less than a month away. Uh, You, and this is, I know you had such a great time with the Fantasy Campers. You were down there in Clearwater. Uh, I know you love going to that thing every year. Yes, well, all right. So for those that don't know about Fantasy Camp, I'll just kind of describe it in a nutshell. So it's always around the third week in January. Uh, We go down to Campers. Uh, the experience is basically they go down to Clearwater on a Wednesday. They stay at the Marriott Suites on, on, in San Key. Um, they get a uniform. They get on a team. There's usually 10 teams. This year we had, such, we had a sellout. We had more people we've ever had. Mm. So there was 12 teams, uh, probably about 12 guys in each team, right? And each team has two legends assigned to them. So your, your team has two managers, so you could have Danny Jackson and Tommy Green as your managers. You could have Charlie Manuel. There's a, you know, a lot. I'll go through the list. Um, but basically, you get on a team, uh, and so there's total camaraderie you know, with your team, but you're also you know, interacting with all the – you play – you dress in the locker room, in the minor league locker room. Yep. You get a uniform, the whole deal. Uh, you play on the, in the co- Carpenter Complex. You play on Schmidt Field, Ashburn Field, you know, Carlton Field. You can go out to uh, Joe DiMaggio – Cross the street and play. There's real games. You know, there's pitchers. It's not, you know, some fantasy camp, they have, like, the legends pitching. No, this is, you know, you're, someone on your team is yeah. going to be pitching. Uh, and then in the morning, uh, we start off with what's called commissioner's court. Um, and that's basically where, you know, we have the people dressed up, legends dressed up as judges, and someone's going to get brought up uh, on charges because of something, you know, ridiculous they right. said yeah. or something ridiculous they did on the field. This year, <laughs> we had one guy who was uh, – tabbed as a leadoff hitter for game two. And when when game two started, they couldn't find the leadoff hitter. It's Guy Paul, mm-hmm. buddy, buddy of mine. And uh, they couldn't find Paul, so they, they had to go to number two, start the number two. Huh. Where well, was they, Paul? Well, they found out two innings later, I guess they were searching all over, Paul was in his car napping with the car running. Wow. And he fell asleep after game one, <laughs> went to his car, put the air conditioning oh, on. I guess that I guess is, he I guess, definitely got yes, brought up I to the court. I guess he had a big night out with whoever at, oh the, at the hotel bar. And, yes, and he got called <laughs> up to kangaroo court. Found guilty, I would imagine. Yep, and I, I, I basically have two really good friends that I brought down. And the other guy got brought to kangaroo court uh, more for a good reason that uh, he Saturday he bailed 
And he and he told he made the mistake of telling me and told told a couple people, but he can't bend it Sunday, right? Right. Uh, you get to play against the legends on Sunday, yeah, which yeah, is that's the big cool thing. Sure. thrill. Uh, Chase Utley was down here. I mean, it yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. cool to see Chase in the field, or you know, maybe up at the bat. And he t- took an early flight to go to the Eagles game. So oh. again, the, the, a lot of people normally he would get jeered, right? Yeah, but yeah, he actually yeah. got cheered because yeah, right. everyone else would. You know, would have loved to have gone to the Eagles game. Uh, so anyway, hey, is Bobby Wine still the prosecutor? No, Bobby no, Wine doesn't go down he anymore. Doesn't anymore. Uh, right? I'll, I'll send. It, I'll tell you the list in a second. But just, uh, but there's banquets. Uh, there's a banquet at the end, which gets very emotional because we do a Tug McGraw, mm-hmm. uh, a Darren Dalton award, a Tug McGraw award, and yeah. then we do a Real Cormier award. And Real was, you know, had uh, play, done fantasy camp for many years. Yeah. So that one gets really emotional. That's really because it's mostly about charity. Someone who's yeah. very giving. Um, and so that we do, we did trivia, uh, we did a bull session, Chase Utley did a, a private hitting clinic, Oh wow! uh, which is, uh, for really? some campers. Yep. He also spoke to the group. And then one of the highlights is, well, a couple of highlights. Ruben, uh, was new. He's one of the legends and Ruben talked, you know, talked fascinating about inside, you know, how the, the hmm. mind of a GM and he went through some of the trades, you know, why he traded, yeah, uh, that's good stuff. Cliff Lee and Ooh. told a lot of kind of inside yeah, stuff yeah, that everyone yeah. got this inside scoop. And then another day, John Middleton. I've the years I've been going down, John had never come down as far as I know. Um, and he came down, and actually we had a uh, a question and answer session, and he was brutally honest in, in mm. a good way. I mean, not, I shouldn't say brutally. He, he was very direct. I mean, he if someone asked him a question, he was mm. not skirting around it. He talked about you know going out to uh, visit Bryce Harper. And when he was pitching him on coming here and how he took his wife and they, you know, they wanted to keep it away from baseball and just talk about, you know, mm. get to know them as a family yeah. and talk about Philadelphia yeah, and yeah. what it means. And, you know, and he went through all that, you know, and, and some other great inside stories. So that's the cool part about fantasy camps. You not just meet some of these guys, but you get inside stuff mm. and you build relationships, not just with your team, but also with the legends that, you know, I know Tommy Green, now his accountant is somebody who he met down at fantasy camp, yeah. and Tommy's got a lot of jobs. Oh, they make friends for life down friends there. Friends for life, and and uh, just great. So I'm going to talk about uh, some of the campers. So here's who we had, right? I'm going to talk about again. You're going to and you're going to get to know all these guys when you go down there. So we had uh, Larry Boa, right? He can scream at you if he's your manager, <laughs> all right? Uh, Chris Coast, you know, is there a nicer guy? Great dude, Chris Coast. Danny Jackson, one of the most fun yeah, guys yeah, you'll great. ever meet. Uh, Tommy Green, one of my dear friends, of one of your dear friends. I mean, just love Tommy Green. Uh, Mariana Duncan, same thing. Anybody more fun than that guy? I just know. like, just always has a big smile on his face. Sammy, the best, right? Yeah. Sammy's the greatest. Yeah. Um, Kevin Stocker, one of our broadcasters uh, from last year, yep. and uh, you know, great guy. Von Hayes, uh, we had well. I was going to say, we had him on a podcast, but it got erased. Technical so, difficulties. Technical difficulties. We managed to get him again. Uh, Mickey, Marin, Dini. Our 93 our, guys do this. It's our great. Commish, uh, speaking of 93, Ruben Amara Jr. Ruben. was new this year. We had Ricky Jordan, one of the all-time great guys. There's a Absolutely. theme here, I guess, right, Tom? Yeah, they're all that good everyone guys. Everyone is great guys. You yeah. can almost, Izzy, right? Uh, Izzy, Charlie Manuel, yep. Milt Thompson, Dickie Knowles, Randy Reddy, great personality, Randy Wolf. Love Wolfie. Yeah. Uh, all the guys I talked about. Scott Ayer, always a lot of fun. Uh, Dave Hollins, right? Yeah. Does anybody get any sleep? No. <laughs> Izzy, Chase Utley. I can't came, imagine. And Chase came down this year, which was awesome, as yeah, I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Jason Worth stopped down for, he was more like a day and a half. Okay. Uh, one guy, probably the one guy I didn't really know when he, was, when he came down, before he came down, uh, Wes Chamberlain. Oh. I, I'd never met yeah, Wes he's before. He's a great guy, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, absolute great guy yep. i mean just always had a smile on his face just wow. fun. they loved him duckworth same thing brand duckworth great guy jason romero i mean yeah, you know, for yeah. the 2008 team uh even la made an appearance so it was a really fun group uh i think I, oh, aaron roan did i mention aaron Rohn? yeah uh, aaron Rohn's too i mean just again you we know when people come through the phillies organization as yeah. their players i can tell you yeah, we a, talk about it all yeah the time. i can tell you within a day whether somebody would be good would be good yeah yep. so i'm going to tell you uh one funny story like what time do people usually go to bed <laughs> i mean you know if the guys are in the hotel bar you know after the game i mean i guess are you closing that down every night or what i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, yes, some people are closing down at 2 yeah. in the morning. I, I was talking to the guy who fell asleep, and you'll yeah, understand yeah. why he fell asleep. <laughs> he went to bed at 6 in the morning just oh, talking baseball yeah, with yeah. a bunch of people, right? But here's one of the highlights. Great. You're going to love this because I don't think I, I purposely did not tell you when I came in here to work. So how many, how many years have we known Charlie Manuel since 2003, yeah. right? Or yeah, whenever, four or whenever we got hired. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, and I've been with Charlie just, you know, going to radio stations. I've heard, you know, all of his interviews. I've talked to him a million times. So someone said we had, a, again, it was a inside um, uh, question and answer session, bull session, we call it. And someone said, hey, Charlie, uh, what was your nickname in Japan and how did you get it? Right, so Charlie in front of 180 people said, uh, "Goes uh, Okahana." I think that was. I'm probably butchering yeah, the yeah, word because yeah. Okahana it means Red Devil. It means Red Devil. He goes. Uh, he said, "Tell you what." He goes. Uh, he said uh, they used to sing a song about me. He said uh, every time I came in to bat, they sang the song is about a fisherman who would go to the same place to fish, and every day he caught fish. He said so the song has changed to me because every time I go up to bat. I'm going to hit a home run, right? So, and next thing you know, he said, here's how it goes. And we're all sitting there. It was dead quiet because everyone's hanging on every word. He sang this, this song huh. in, Japanese, in Japanese, in Japanese for like a minute and a half. <laughs> he's like, Akahara, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's like literally going through the whole Did song. Did somebody get this on tape? Or, uh... I, I, that's what I asked. I don't yeah, think yeah. so. I think everyone was so stunned that he's doing this. And like literally he got a standing ovation at the end. <laughs> that's great. And the funny thing is I had asked him, uh, I think earlier that day, just happened to ask him. I said, Charlie, did you, uh, you know, if there was a Japanese newspaper in front of you, could you read it? And, and, and Charlie said, uh, I'll get I'll get the names. Uh, I could you know, a couple couple words, but uh, I could kind of understand what they're talking about. But you know, he's telling me this. Next thing you know, he's belting out yeah, yeah. that song in Japanese, nailing like it. and nailed it right. <laughs> um, so that was to me one of the. Is that the uh, final? It was the final. No, that was that or, was on uh, that was on uh, Thursday night oh. when we do what's called we had the trivia and the bull session where they get to okay. ask questions to everybody. But uh, yeah. I'm telling you, and, and and one of the fun things too is all the. The uh, legends all are together in their uh, locker room, right? And we had to go in there a lot just to ask them to do stuff or find stories from, from uh, you know, for, for the commissioner's court yeah. or get the gamers and gomers. We give a gamer award for, like, things. One guy hit one over the fence, right, huh. down there. Hit one over the big oh. dude who played base, college baseball. You know, he'd get a gamer, and then gomer would be somebody that – you know, tripped over third base and face planted <laughs> and like, something like that, which you get a lot of those. We had what? Bonnie Strang, who's, who's almost 80 years old, oh. and she played. She got oh. her, she got her couple hits. Okay. Right? Eight years old, wow, 80. which is awesome. Well, I know it runs the gamut in turn. You mentioned the college player and now an 80-year-old. So it runs the gamut from guys who have played and women who have played and people who haven't. And I love some of the stories too, John, you know, where uh, a family will save up just yes. to, for dad, you know, to send dad to fantasy camp, you know. And so you get a lot of those stories. You get a lot of families. Like you get yeah. – uh, we had we – had, uh, uh, several father sons, mm -hmm. which is cool. Their okay. sons playing with their father. Yeah, I mean, how great would that that's be? That's the best, right? right? I mean, that, is there? It's it's, it's field of dreams, right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, you had a lot of military. We had a, a close to twenty mm. uh, active or oh, former military members huh. that were great. Uh, we had we had a guy who was in the FBI. Mm. We have um, the owner of Manco and Manco. Yeah, uh, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck yep. came down with I think uh, six or seven of his coworkers. Um, mm. We had uh, the guy who owns the Chesapeake Inn, which is a great place where Jimmy uh, Buffett yes. showed up yes. a couple of years ago. Scott, no, well, Scott, Scott Nickel. Nickel knows. He's the norm of uh, Chesapeake Inn down there, I think. He is. You gotta <laughs> let, you know, we had every doctor imaginable. We had an endocrinologist. We had a, you know, a couple of orthopedic surgeons. We were covered if anything happened. So here's the other thing. Anybody. I know every year there's a line at the door for the trainer's room. Yes. So uh, how was it this year? Did any major injuries? No. Just pulled people pulling muscles or throwing out their arms? No, or? we had two scares, but they, were, okay. they ended up being fine. And then one person... Uh, in a rundown, uh, had a ball thrown to his nose and <laughs> broke his nose. Is that right? Right, yes. Oh, and okay. Yet, well, there is an injury. But you're right. You get a lot of hamstrings. You get a lot of yeah. uh, muscle tears. Like or somebody broke their nose. Someone huh? broke their in nose. In a rundown? In a rundown, oh. right. And the guy who threw it was ac is actually one of our better players. Yeah. And he, you know, being the guy, right, oh. in the nose. We had a guy who was in a, in a cover band with a uh, – <laughs> 
one of the <laughs> big guys in the cover band, Strangers Angels. Huh. They're, they're back know. in the 90s. They play the shore. They play okay. kind of all over. So I'm telling you, you get every walk of life. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, fancy and I camp. made I made friends, you know, because you're talking about the – you know, the campers and the ledge, I just went down there and worked. I was down there with Murph and doing a bunch of different things. Hosted yeah. a radio show, did, you know, I wrote a bunch of stuff for their for the newsletter. Um, but I think I've met more people, you know, really well. Had a great conversation with people that, um, and, and I do, obviously. Every year I go down there, I meet tons of people. But just really good group of uh, people. We met one guy uh, on uh, the opening day this past year, won a Harry Callis uh, impersonation contest on huh. on ninety seven five. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And, and he was down there. He was down there, and was I, he in Harry mode the I whole time? T- <laughs> I had him on my radio show down right. there, and I interviewed him as if Harry came back to life, or, or <laughs> it was an interview back in the you know in the two thousands. And he and he not only could he do Harry, but he played along great that's, with it. Got him, Rob, got getting Rob Falcone and Rob. When I first saw him, he said, he says, John Brazier. I'm a, I listen to, I just, I listen to backstage of going to Brazier all the time. <laughs> nice. and, and he's, and he was a huge fan, right? And he was talking about how he drove up to Connecticut and, uh, ah. and he l- was listening to episodes while he's driving up to Connecticut. So speaking of interviewed, uh, you played sports reporter and you, uh, got an interview for us. We're going to play, uh, well, I figured if we, we get somebody. So do you want me to just go, should we go to it right yeah, now? Why don't we right, uh, so, set it up? All right. So I, get? so I decided to do a quick little interview and it was actually during a game uh, while, while he was managing, right? Huh. So we knocked it out right there. Puerto Rico's finest. Yes. One of the nicest guys that's yes. ever wore a Phillies uniform. He won game three, and he won game five, and I think he even finished game four. 2008. Uh, and he's a guy that right now could looks like he's in better shape than he yeah. was when he was playing. I mean, just jacked. Yes. Uh, J.C. Romero, one of the all-time great guys. So let's go right to the interview. All right, I'm here with J.C. Romero down at Philly's Fantasy Camp. J.C., it's your first year at camp. Your team's doing very well. What's your experience been like? It's been a lot of fun. I mean, actually, when you see a lot of these guys playing for the love of the game, you know, it takes you back to when you were younger, growing up playing baseball in your backyard, and seeing a lot of 50s, 60-year-old men just playing the game, the, you know, hard is an amazing feeling. And you're coaching with? Oh, with Mr. Costi over here. We got uh, the, the quiet assassin right here. Very smart guy. He's making all the right moves, and we're having a lot of fun right now. And what's it like uh, down here with a lot of other legends, uh, especially a guy from the t- your team, uh, several of your teammates? Yes, I mean, it's actually, you know, having Ruben Amaro here. We got Charlie Manuel over here. Chase Otley is here as well. And some of the guys that I played for a short period of time, you know, like Aaron Rowan and, and actually Wolfie that I saw him playing from the other side. Uh, you know, so it's a lot of fun kind of reconnecting with those guys and, and but just doing something that we love and, and coaching a lot of these guys. But, you know, around this fantasy camp, it's not about us. It's about all these guys over here. So we're trying to give them the right experience. All right, and let's go to your career, too, and we'll do it very quickly because in the World Series, obviously against the Rays, uh, not only did you win two of those games, game three and game five, but you also finished game four. What was that whole World Series experience like for you? Man, it's still, I'm still saying a lot of a lot of fun, man. It's, uh, that is actually everything you work for. So when you see everything coming together and you being able to be on that big stage, I mean, all you could do is just take advantage of the opportunity and do the best you can for your team. And you know, I was blessed enough to to be put in in that situation and got you know getting the job done for my team was an amazing feeling. And what are you doing now, JC? I just actually run an indoor facility down in actually I should say up. Uh, in Fairhope, Alabama, uh, had a lot of kids there, and I'm just trying to teach them the mental aspect of the game and and doing a lot of corrective exercises and baseball-oriented uh, exercises so they could just kind of maximize their potential. All right, and my co-host of this podcast is Tom Burgoyne, the best friend of the Fanatic, uh, who's back up north. Uh, what, what message would you like to tell Tom Burgoyne or his best friend, the Philly Fanatic? Actually, that he should be here right now. The weather is amazing. I don't know what the temperature is up north, but um, you know we're having a lot of a lot of fun over here, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have a, a piña colada on his behalf tonight with a nice dinner over here, you know, with a nice weather as well. All right, thanks, JC. Let's get back to backstage, and we're going in Braze. <laughs> I love that guy, JC Romero. He was on one of our cruises, uh, the, one of the first ones. But John, you know what really impressed me about that interview? You you sounded like. 
like Ray Didinger doing an uh, interview with somebody. Yeah, yeah, that was very professional. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate <laughs> it really that. was. I appreciate and, that. I, and I'm saying that because uh, I'm going to tell you about my uh, Phillies vacation, but I don't I, I, I don't think I was in Ray Didinger mode when I gave my interview, but whatever. It's all good. Uh, I thought you did a great job, Tom. <laughs> I, I, you heard my I, I heard a sneak peek. You were editing, but, uh, but you did a fine fine work there. Well, I appreciate it. It was more the subject. It was easy to yeah, talk JC. to. But again, it was funny because the game was going on, and yeah, he, yeah. he actually had a good team. Yeah. Uh, his team lost in the finals. Oh, and then the other thing, too, too uh, is that the team that won it, uh, won, they had two uh, Division One baseball players on the team, okay. which helps. But there was the Hollywood, it was Chase Hotley's team. Chase and Randy Wolf uh, managed this one team. Okay. You had a one of the top uh, talent agents, and you know him, Richard Weitz, one of the top sure. talent agents for William Morris Agency. You had the president of William Morris Agency wow. was there. You had the head of William Morris Agency's sports agents, mm. the guy who runs all the sports agents. Jeez. You know, so he's... The big dog. So he's the big dog. You know, he's got the Manning brothers. He's the rich, he's got Kurt. rich dog. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, then, and then they had a producer there who five years ago had to leave camp early uh, to, and he had a legitimate excuse, Tom. He had to go accept the Academy Award for American right? Hustle. Wow. How yeah. About that? So what's his name? Do you remember? Uh, I do. Richard Suckle. Richard okay. Suckle. Uh, Richard White's. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's a bunch of guys. Just an awesome time. It's just a lot of person. There's a lot of personalities down there. It is. And again, but you know, if you're thinking about going to fantasy camp next year, one right, you should because uh, you have yeah, info, right? It's, you, you go on the best way to do it. You can Phillies on the Phillies website. You can yeah. find uh, fantasy camp. But also, if you go on ESF, ESF is the company. Yeah. Michael Rouse does a phenomenal job with all the people uh, that work and work under him because they do. They're the ones that also do our camps. During the summer, yes. uh, a lot of the sports, uh, sports baseball academy, baseball academy, all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so um, and but get on it because again, this, we were sold out this year. Sold out. How, and how many is sold? You said twelve teams. Well, we had so 12, how many 12 teams? Let's say one hundred forty-four people because yeah. there's about yeah. twelve guys in the team. I think it was yep. something around there, um, and it, it it sold out. So yeah. a lot of guys couldn't get on towards the end. Uh, and I think with word of the mouth, how 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 much fun people had. It's. Uh, yeah. You know, I, it's going to be a great one for next year, too. So. Well, I've uh, been down there a couple times for it, John, but I was in Jamaica with our Phillies vacation to paradise. Uh, yes, yeah, so who, who was on that trip? You had. So we had the Bull. Uh, Bull goes on a lot of those trips. Uh, we had Shane Victorino, who, uh, when we started this Phillies vacation uh, trip, it was a cruise back in 2009. So think about that. It was January 2009. We had just won the World Series. We had already had this cruise you know, plan, and uh, that was great. But it was with Shane, and uh, he did, I think, the first four or five years. Um, so this was the first time Shane was back, uh, which was great. Cause and he's a, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, his wife, Melissa. And uh, what's cool, John, is we've got a core group of people who've been going on this trip every year since 2009. Missed a couple years because of the pandemic, but um, everybody, we're like family. But now, now it's not a cruise anymore. It's no, you yeah. guys go to an all-inclusive resort. All-inclusive. Uh, this year it was uh, Secret St. James in Montego Bay in Jamaica. Um, we've gone to Mexico. We did a cruise uh, not too long ago, So and, and there's a chance we may do another cruise, but uh, it's a great time. And like I said, everybody just, and you sense it too you know you get the same a lot of the same people come down to you know the uh fantasy camp yeah, half, half, the, half the group uh, half of them half of them are pretty much pretty much half are yeah returnees that, got, that come back one guy was entering his 18th uh fantasy is that camp. right yep. 18 years yep. and you get a lot wow. of guys that are three years four years yeah seven years i mean yes it's so it's great we have a, a core group too and yeah, uh, the these, shot sisters right the shot sisters marian and Catherine. uh you know every night uh, we f- go to one of the places on the resort to just, you know, kind of do a toast and, uh, you know, talk about the day. And, uh, and of course, there's a and a with the players um, and the bowl. Uh, but you brought a current player photo. this year. Yeah, and we had uh, Derek Hall, too. Yeah, Derek Hall and his wife, Ashley. Derek's a great guy. Yeah, I've never yeah. met Derek, and uh, seems like a great guy. Yeah, well, you know, he's, he hits a home run, and he smiles all the way around the bases. So he's, it's like, this guy's going to be a good guy, and he was perfect for the trip. Well, yeah, and he was perfect when Bryce Harper went down because yeah. uh, he filled in 
not just admirably, he, he filled in. Yeah. You know, he kept us big time afloat. I know. Now, I'm very biased now. I sure hope he, he gets a, a spot, you know, up coming up north, you know, when the season starts on the bench. I mean, I think, you know, just having him, to me, it's like the Matt Stairs. Like, just have that guy on the bench when you need, you know, some power. And, you know, he could be a DH. Could I know we're going to be rotating be our base, DH. Be, right. Yep. But uh, so he was great. But it's good. You know, we do the Q&A. There's a photo session. Um you know, at the, we are, for our farewell dinner, they do, they have entertainers, they had a, you know, a guy swallowing fire, and there is a dance, you know, they're doing the limbo and some of the customary dances. Shane and uh, Derek were up there doing some of the traditional Jamaican dances, so uh, it, you know, well, it's Shane, just great. Shane must have been in, in his element because he loves yes. reggae, oh. right? He loves... Exactly. That. Yeah, he had never been to Jamaica. He loves Bob what? Marley. His Buffalo Soldier is his walk-up music. You right. know, uh, famously, you know, people know. And he had never been there because I'm like, Shane, uh, how many times you've been here? I'm, I guess you know the island pretty well. He's like, No, no, this is the first time I've ever been here. It's one of the reasons he signed up because it's like I'd never been to Jamaica before. And I'm guessing so. you don't have time to go explore, like maybe we didn't go Bob to Bob Marley's, Marley's grave, grave right. or birthplace <laughs> or. Any of that? No, I'm sure we it's didn't. All- there are uh, there are excursions you can go on, but uh, yeah, I was trying to get my wife to go to see Bob Marley's grave in the like in the mountains of Jamaica, but uh, I got next. Mm. It was next. Wow. <laughs> uh, Do you have any coffee? Because the coffee over in Jamaica is phenomenal. I'm not a coffee guy, but I did buy some and sent to my son uh, out in Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, yeah, uh, it wasn't blue. Uh, yeah, I forget what the name of the brand was, but uh, I mailed him some coffee from Jamaica. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. John, it's true. Like, you know, you get these experiences and you you get a chance to kind of hang out with these guys you know bull shane Derek, and even for me you know i've realized like how much little i know about baseball too because the rule changes that are coming up somebody asked about that in our q a session and i'm telling you Derek was talking about you know some of the um things that you just don't think of you know in terms of you know the the two throws over at first, you know, just the way the shift's going to be affected. Um, You know, the the clock, you know, just all these things. He was talking, it's like, wow, I I never thought of that. And then I just did see that Rob Thompson, I think, was sending, like, those rules to all our players, like, hey, you got to do your homework. Right, because you have to be able to take take advantage of it. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. They they talked at our fantasy camp that, you know, the signing of Trey Turner or having someone as athletic as Stott at second – and obviously, if you can play shortstop, you can play second. But you have to learn different nuances of second base. But you, these guys now, you know, before when the shift, if you're shifting over on the left-handed batter, right, you've yes. got – it's balls coming to you. You don't have to have as much range because, you know, you're more spaced together, right? Yes. Assuming it's balls coming that way, which like, that's why they have the shift. Yeah. So, um, you know, having someone that's athletic as a shortstop now with Trey Turner and then having – a Stott, who, again, who's really a shortstop, yeah. play over there as an athletic second baseman. Uh, Segura was, you know, very good second baseman, made some unbelievable plays. So it's you really almost the premium now is on, you know, defensive players. And then the run game you mentioned, you can only throw over a couple times. So who's that going to benefit? Yeah, uh, maybe the fastest guy or the one of the best base runners in baseball, Trey Turner. Uh, Ruben had brought up uh, that you know every time there's rules, then the innovative managers they'll figure out a way to overcompensate or, or compensate i should say um so he said you might see you know you still might see a shift but it'd be more in the outfield mm. so you might oh, see if okay. you have if you have uh let's say kyle schwarber up well you might some, see some teams because it's only on the dirt right right so you could have the left fielder you might have nobody in left field Right, and that left. So the left fielder might be playing center. So the center, right fielder can and play the center a short comes over, right. and you have a short. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Instead of putting the, you can't put the second baseman. Well, I guess you can put the second baseman back beyond the dirt, right? But but some. But you'd have literally more okay. people over on the right side, okay. sure, the right sure. half of the of the field. Yep. Yep. So which would be kind yeah. of interesting because then you're then you see a hole. It's one thing to see a gap like right at, you know, the third no third baseman, right? You hit yeah. it down there. 
But all of a sudden, if you have nobody like in left yeah, field, if somebody can control that bat and basically yeah. you know, punch it down that way, you're you're running for miles. Know, it's going to be different, you know. These these changes, um, it, it, they're just going to have repercussions. You know how the game's played. There's no question. It's like man, I, I, just the whole time I was thinking, man, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. I'm like, oh boy, there is a lot to do here. You know. Well, plus we're going to be playing every team yeah. in Major League Baseball, which is brand right. new. So that's kind of a yep. a fun wrinkle. Now you know we're going to be playing less against our division i guess right but yes. uh still it's gonna be more fun to see everybody coming to town yeah so. it is hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, hey, uh, so right, so I got Derek Hall. I got a chance to play the interviewer. All right, so you want to hear my interview let's with Derek it. Hall? All right, let's run it. This is Derek Hall down in Jamaica. Well, I'm here with uh, Derek Hall. We're down here in Jamaica with the Phillies Vacations Group, Derek. And uh, you having fun? You and Ashley, your wife, you having a good time? Oh, it, it's been so much fun. It's, it's been great to, to see the fans and just to get away for a little bit. Nice. And you're recently married, so this is like a second honeymoon for you? Oh, it really is. It's, it's, it's awesome. It, yeah, I mean, especially after this year, I mean, it, you, can't, you can't beat this. Yeah, and this year, I mean, uh, you, it was really storybook for you, Derek. You know, you got called up, and uh, your first three hit were home runs. Uh, what are some things you, you think about when you look back at uh, the way you came up this year? Yeah, just coming in, you know, it's, it's the call that you dream about your whole life. And I just wanted to go up and make sure that I played like I normally played. You know, not, not to be timid, not to be scared, just go up there and, and, and play the way I know I could, can play. And, you know, I, I ran into some, some good balls there for a little bit and, and, and just really enjoyed it. And I just felt so welcome. You know, as soon as I got in that clubhouse, um, I, I remember I was lo- uh, I was right next to Reese. My locker was right next to Reese, and he would talk to me, and Torb would talk to me, and Harper would talk to me, and, and right away it just felt comfortable. And I think that led to a lot of the success that I had. Yeah, for sure. It's great to have that veteran presence in the clubhouse. Hey, one of the great things I thought was uh, Ashley, you know, coming running down onto the field that first, uh, that, well, this, it was your second game. You hit your second home run. Uh, how cool was it? that? And then she was telling us today that she had to kind of, you know, knock over some security guards to get there, right? <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, you know, it, it was, you know, it, it was a really exciting for both of us. And, you know, she's my support system, you know, like your family is your wife, but, you know, we were dating through the minor leagues and she's seen it, you know, the grind day in and day out. And, you know, she was excited for me, but also, I mean, a large part of why I was there is because of her and just what she, what she does for me day in and day out and the support she gives me and the love. And, and, you know, I, I, I'm really glad that she was able to, you know, see that moment and we could experience it together. Yeah, and also experience uh, Philadelphia, too. Uh, you know, you were making a point earlier today when we were talking about how cool it was to, after going through the minor league system, uh, when you got to Philadelphia, to see it all come together. You know, the front office, uh, the, the fans, uh, the clubhouse love you got from, uh, you know, the veterans. But uh, talk a little bit about the kind of Phillies family and how you f- feel about that. Yeah, you know, I realized pretty quickly, you know, it was especially the last couple of years, like when I when I got to Reading for the first time and got my real first taste of Philly fans, um, I realized, okay, this is this is something, there's a real culture here. It runs deep, you know, and when I got to the big leagues, it was like, wow, this is bigger than baseball. This is a, this is a family. Everybody pulls on the same side of the rope here. Um, and people are involved. And, I, you know, you could see it here at the Phillies vacations, like, these people, a lot of them have been together for 10 plus years. They, they, the camaraderie of the Phillies, uh, the friendships that are there. Um, they watch the games together. They talk about the games and it is bigger than baseball. And that's one thing that I, I love about, uh, Philadelphia is that they love the Phillies. We love them. And that's the relationship that we have. And I don't think it's like that in a lot of places. And it, it is really special. And just to be able to experience that for the first time ever, really. Um, was amazing. Awesome. And uh, looking forward to 2023. I, I guess you've been uh, working out and uh, you're ready for spring training? 
Yeah, yeah. So really, right after you know we got back from the World Series, you know, we had to hit the, hit the ground running. We, you know, we, it was already November. You know, we had the holidays coming up. So um, yeah, basically about three or four days after I got back, had to get back in the gym, start taking some swings, and just know that you know it's it's going to be quick to come back in the spring, and we got to be ready. Got to be ready. And, uh, well, let's see. we got a few more days down here in Jamaica. Uh, you think you'd uh, ever come back? Is this uh, going to be a, a bucket list? Well, you've already been here, but uh, you think maybe you'd come back to Jamaica? Oh, I, yeah, I would definitely come back to Jamaica, but I really want to do a Phillies vacation again because this has been <laughs> great. And uh, Shane, is, you know, he, he's came back, what, how many times? Two or three times? Yeah, Shane's been, uh, I think, on about five of these trips. Yeah, I could see why. It's, it's a great time. I, I've enjoyed every second of it, and I'm just really really happy to be here we love having you here Derek glad you could join us uh, Philly's vacation this year looking forward to this year uh thanks for being on Philly's podcast uh, Philly's backstage and uh John Brazier eat your heart out we're down here in Jamaica next year you're gonna have to join us John all right signing off uh from Philly's backstage and from Jamaica Derek Hall and Tom signing off all right now you see what I'm talking about John like well, and you were talking smack but <laughs> I'm, you know, and well, back then I was in, you know, Philadelphia. Yes, you right? are. But I'm back in Philadelphia. Right. Well, you got a chance to go to Florida, but you I, should. Uh, right. We had a we had a you bunch to talk. Of you, a I, I, I'd be doing the same thing, which I <laughs> we kind of talk smack to you too. So a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, again, we're taping this on Monday. Yeah. Uh, I sent a text to a couple of guys that are that are close, and I'm hoping I, I say good luck tomorrow because the 24th again. We're this is 23rd. 24th is when the Hall of Fame announcing oh, uh, right. goes out. Yeah. And Scott Rowland sure. is up there, and Billy Wagner is yeah. up there. I think they're both well-deserved. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Bobby I know Abreu should, you know, I, I was reading an article yesterday. Man, he's in a group with just every legendary guy with, that, what was it, number of, was it home runs? It was total base. I don't know. He, he. You could make an argument you for could a lot really of guys. Make an I mean, Todd Helton, Bobby is, Todd Helton could be yep. in as well. He's making a huge push. Yep. So it'll be be interesting. So hopefully, hopefully we're going to find out tomorrow, yep. Tuesday, yep. Uh, whether one of the former Phillies or both get in. Yeah. So. Well, uh, hey, uh, before we get off the Phillies vacation thing, I I'll do a quick plug. If you go on the Phillies website, uh, you can sign up for the Phillies vacations um, newsletter or or email alerts. Um, like this year. They're going to Houston and Chicago this year. The Chicago trip is sold out. Uh, Houston is April 27th to May 1st. It's four nights. You get to go to three games. Still tickets available. So if you just go to phillies.com, look up Phillies Vacations, uh, you get those alerts. Because I get people ask me all the time, hey, you know, what's going on? Where are you going this year with the vacation? You know, the, uh, the vacation we do after the season. Uh, so you'll get those alerts. So I do recommend that. And they haven't announced where you're going to go next year for the No, not yet. For the trip. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, they're working on it. Uh, speaking of working on it, can you Go work ahead. on maybe like a live podcast from there, right? Oh, and that bring are, you down? Yes. Uh, you <laughs> are the, worming your way into the Philly on, vacation. Live podcast right at that place. No, I right? like the idea that you're back here in Philadelphia freezing and we get a chance to, you know, bust on you a little bit. Well, that's why I never pushed for you to go to the <laughs> fantasy camp. <laughs> I've uh, been there. And the Fanatic, how did the Fanatic do in Jamaica? Uh, great. Does Fanatic like Jamaica? The Fanatic had one of those, uh, like Bob Marley wigs with the hat, uh, Jamaica hats. And, um, he had a great time. Yeah. People, people love the Fanatic down there. Even people who aren't too familiar, like the Islanders down there, you know, it's like, they don't know what the Fanatic is, but they laugh anyway, which is kind of cool. Right. Fanatic's kind of like a Rastafarian, right? A little bit. Sure. Got a little bit of that Rastafarian. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a freak. He's a freak. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Tom, you, know, you probably didn't even know that I. No, I did. I didn't think we were going to do a quiz. You've well, quizzed me before. I know. So I figured, you know, we, we, I'm going to do a quiz around fantasy camp, right? I mentioned all the guys that were there, yes. right? So it's around some of the guys at fantasy camp all and right. also Jamaica and maybe a Shane Victorino or a Derek Hall question, right? Okay. So I figured I'd, I'd, I'd tie all the theme together for your quiz. All right. Thanks for the visit, let's get down to business Now here's your chance to show how much you really know He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz Alright I know the last time you quizzed me, I choked You did So uh, uh, That's one of the reasons why one I of the get ways to redeem, redeem myself redeem okay. yourself, so. Eight questions, get yes. six of eight right? And I'm going to say, instead for. of a Phillies item, which we uh, This is going to be for lunch Okay. Oh. For for lunch. Beautiful. Uh, 
So five bucks. Uh, <laughs> sure. So we're not. There's no gambling in baseball. <laughs> oh, it's just for lunch. It's a well, five dollar lunch. It's not really baseball. But <laughs> I'll buy you lunch. If you, All right. Cool. If you get five, no six. You got to get six out of eight. Got to get six. Got six All out right. of eight. I think you're gonna do fine. All right. All right. So first question: Which two Phillies camp legends played high school baseball in Utah? So which two fantasy camp legends played high school baseball in Utah? Was it A. J.C. Romero and Wes Chamberlain, B. Von Hayes and Brandon Duckworth, C. Scott Ayer and Brandon Duckworth, D. Kevin Stocker and Jason Wirth? So again, two two fantasy camp legends that played high school baseball in Utah. J.C. Romero and Wes Chamberlain, Von Hayes and Brandon Duckworth, Scott Ayer and Brandon Duckworth, Kevin Stocker and Jason Wirth. I'll say Von Hayes and Brandon Duckworth. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> By the way, you owe me lunch if you don't get it, just to let okay. you know. All right, so you Who got that wrong. It's Scott Ayer. Scott, Scott Ayer and, and Brandon, Brandon Duckworth Brandon. both played Scott high school baseball in Utah. All right? And we had Scott Ayer on our podcast, and I'm sure we talked about Utah, and I forgot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this I know Brandon, Brandon Duckworth is from Utah? Yes. How about that? So this, And he got married in Philadelphia, and he had the Mummers. He did it right at the Sheridan uh, huh. Society Hill. He had the Mummers, and he had the Fanatic, uh, oh, yeah. and he had uh, cheesecake, cheesesteaks, and tasty cakes, and that's why I don't think I'm from Utah. Yes. I thought, okay. All right. All so right. I'm over one. I said I, I would have normally I would have told this story on our podcast, but I decided to put it in, in the form of a question. What fantasy camp legend? When I say legend, it's it's all that all the former Phillies are legends. Yes. That come down. Yes. So don't think of it as like Steve Carlton, Mike Schmidt, Hall of Fame right. legend. Right? Yeah. This yeah, yeah. Is, uh, what form of camp, whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to call him a legend. What fantasy camp legend was in the starting lineup on opening day in 1993 in Houston, right, for opening day? And he arrived at the ballpark at 2.45 oh, I know this. for a 3.05 start, yeah, 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 yeah. thinking it was a night game. West Chamberlain. You don't even need the yes. – I don't need it. You know why? Because the fanatic found out about that. And on opening day, when West Chamberlain got – uh, introduced the fanatic pretended to be asleep on his ATV. That's great. <laughs> and Chamberlain, after the game, went up to the fanatic and said, Fanatic, yeah, that was really funny. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. What a great Good guy. Good dude. Great guy. All right. All right. Where did fantasy camp legend Dave Hollins play in college? Where did he play in college? Did he go to University of South Carolina, Clemson University, University of Buffalo, or NC State? University of Buffalo. That is incorrect. I fooled <laughs> you. you. He's from Buffalo. He's from Buffalo. But he didn't go to the University of Buffalo. He went <sighs> to the same college as Hootie and the Blowfish. South University Carolina. Of South Carolina. All right. I got to run the table. Oh, my lunch is looking good here. All right. You don't have room for one more loss, so I'll just right. let you know. Yep. Um, what team did fantasy camp legend Juan Samuel briefly manage in 2010? Was it the Tigers the Orioles, the Royals, or the Reds? The Tigers, the <laughs> Orioles, the Royals, or Reds? This has lunch riding on it. I should know this. He briefly managed in 2010. Um, Tigers, Orioles, Royals, or Reds? Juan Samuel. I should know this. Come on. What do you got? I really should know this. I'm really disappointed uh, I'm gonna, not going to get You're going to have to throw it out there. Yeah, I'll say um, the Tigers. <laughs> The, the, Orioles. the Orioles. The Orioles, <laughs> yeah. yes. I went, uh, yes, Tigers. You probably thought the Tigers because remember when he was uh, – we used to have – Paul Hagan yeah. would run Sammy Fest yeah. down in spring training, and he was yeah. coaching the Tigers at that he time. He was coaching the Tigers. And so uh, what happened? Tigers are in Lakeland, right? The yep. only team that's been in a city longer – And us in Clearwater. And us in Clearwater. I think it was like 1942 for them or something. Yep. Um, and Sammy would come over one night in spring yep. training. Go to Frenchies. Go to Frenchies, the original yep. Frenchies. And we'd have all the Phillies employees down there and, and Hagen, a lot of the sports writers, and we'd, we'd have Sammy Fest. Paul Hagen usually get a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. have Sammy on it, and that, that was a fun time. Good and times, but I forgot that he was. We're, we're halfway through, and you haven't qualified. No. Uh, you were one for four. So you're, you're better Next than. Next time we don't have a guest on, I'm quizzing you. You're better than Blutarski. Who, who, <laughs> zero, zero point zero. Point zero. All, right, all right, number five. Where did Derek Hall go to college? I know this. You know this off the top of your head? Uh, go ahead. It's, all right. Was it Rice University, TCU, Dallas Baptist, or Cal State Fullerton? Uh, was it 
Rice University, TCU, Dallas, Dallas Baptist. Baptist. Dallas yeah. Baptist is correct. Yeah. How'd you know that from question and answer? Uh, yeah, down there. He, he, we were talking about his background, yeah. All right. Which reggae artist is not from Jamaica? Which reggae artist is not from Jamaica? Well, I know Bob Marley is from Jamaica. Oh, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's the only one I know. He's you know. not even on this. My, okay. I figured that's too <laughs> too obvious. Obvious. Well, actually, yeah. All right. All right who's not from Jamaica? Go I think, ahead. I think Bob Marley. Didn't we say in another quiz that he's he was really born in he was born in England, I think, and then he oh. then he moved to Jamaica and obviously grew up in Jamaica. We'll have Scott Brander fact yes, check that one. We'll for have us. that one. Well, someone already fact checked me. So, and I still think that he was born in uh, England, but they were oh. saying he was he never he wasn't born in England. Huh. All right. Whatever. Go ahead. All right. You got me off track here. Which reggae artist is not from Jamaica? Peter Tosh, Nasio Fontaine, Jimmy Cliff, Shaggy. So Peter Tosh, Nasio Fontaine, Jimmy Cliff, or Shaggy? Shaggy. No, Shaggy is from Jamaica. <sighs> Nasio Fontaine is from Dominica, right? <laughs> I figured you made I, I, You wouldn't have made up that, thrown that name into the mix. That's why I went with it. I, to be I know Rihanna's from Trinidad. Okay, that's good. Doesn't put, help me here. You can put that on the next quiz <laughs> for me. Uh, All right, ready? Go I, I, this ahead. is an easy one, but then again, with uh, me, nothing's easy. Nothing, well, this is this this, this is uh, <laughs> go ahead. World capitals. Uh, what is the capital of Jamaica? For you answer, hold on. What is it? Kingston, Montego Bay, Negril, or Ocho Rios? I'll go Kingston. Kingston is correct. Right. I thought you'd get that one. Bang. Uh, all right, then the last one, Tom. Come on, I, at least this would be uh, 500. 500 would be unbelievable. Not bad. You should, Batting 500. You should be able to get this. All right, come on. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to get this. All Actually, right, you, it wouldn't be fine. You, <laughs> Look at me. I can't even do the math right. That would be 10 if we did 10 questions, and if I got half of them. Oh, no. Okay, no, so four got, of eight would three. be 500. You're right. You're okay. right. You, right. If you get this, you're 500. Go ahead. All right, you mentioned Shane Victorino when he came up to bat for us. Yes. It was Buffalo Soldier. Yes. Right? But when he was... Um, playing for the Red Sox, he had another song that the crowd would sing when he came up to bat. Go ahead. So is it Redemption Song? Is it Jamming? Is it Trenchtown Rock? Or is it Three Little Birds? Three Little Birds. Three Little Birds is correct. You're at yeah. 500. <laughs> How about that? You ended on a Four good Four out note. of eight. That's 500. Yeah, there so once go. I went to music, you were, well, there you missed the music one, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not good, Tom. Uh, next time, John, I'll I'll get a quiz for you the next time, and it'll be random, and uh, I'm going to make it really hard, like physics. <laughs> physics. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that's a wrap. Uh, again, um, hey, we got the Darren Dalton Foundation's got a great event coming up on Friday. It's sold out. So, uh, but I want to thank everybody for uh, and we're supporting gonna, and we're going to be emceeing it. We are emceeing it. We're going to do a little uh, more interviewing of uh, legends on Friday night in Norristown at Von C Brewing. So that's going to be fun. Are we going to do uh, a podcast? Are we going to do a podcast from there? I don't know what maybe we're going to do. Maybe we'll record something and and play it back. Yeah. Or, or if we're too busy emceeing, we won't record something. So. We're too busy uh, <laughs> testing all the beer at Von C Brewing. <laughs> there you go. So uh, that should be fun. But um, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up, John. Uh, I guess we'll have another podcast before we head down to Florida because that's going to be happening soon. And uh, I guess uh, that's it. All right. So, well, you know what you got to say? What's that? Go Birds. Go Birds. That's right. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to the Super Bowl, John. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time on Phillies Backstage.